Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. All right, guys, welcome to CarCast. We are going to dig into this a little bit about, uh, oh, man, Bill's trip to uh, to to WWE Crown Jewel event. Uh, we're going to talk about the Corvette Z06. Got to hit that. And uh, uh, rumors around the Mustang coming out with a hybrid version of it. But first, a word from our friends at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write CarCast in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. An amazing selection Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Hello, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the Motorator uh, Andrew here with Bill Goldberg. Man, back from a big trip. <laughs> it's not working today, so. The intro did nothing for me. Oh, it didn't yeah. get you that. Didn't I don't know you. what time zone I'm in, but it, it didn't work. Uh, coming back from a big trip, I'm just coming back from uh, from St. Louis. Uh, never what was been that, there. two-hour flight? You yeah, it was like three hours and, and ten minutes. Hours. Yeah, it was One like, I don't know, like three and a half hours to St. Louis. I've never been, so I, while you were out uh, wrestling, I went to the arch, I went to a blues game, and went to the zoo, and went to the science center, and I did a bunch of fun touristy stuff while I was there, and, uh, and now uh, back. But you, a very exciting trip. Uh, saw the highlights from the match. Um, it it looked fantastic, and you know we we talk about the WWE stuff. It's basically like it, it's it's a big stunt show at this point, right? It's like <laughs> it, it is, well, especially after what I did. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, uh, great show, great performance. You and Bobby. Uh, I don't know what you know what the relationship is behind the scenes, but but I'm just. You know, I, I'm seeing what's going on there, and I, I get it. Like, if you're Matt Hardy and you're flying through the air and stuff, it's one thing. But two dudes your size, it's it's it, it's brutal. I mean, I saw you know the uh, the jackhammer on on Lashley. That's a big fucking dude to get up in the air, <laughs> to get up in the air like that, right? I, you can see you kind of have to like pause and take a deep breath for a second going, I got to get this big ass up here. <laughs> and, and, and I know he knows it's happening, right? Like it's, you kind of have to lean into it, but just a, just a physically exhausting uh, uh, performance. So kudos to you guys. It looked like a great event. By the way, the highlights from the entire, the, the entire event seem, seem fantastic. Uh, so it was it was different, man. I mean, you know, it was my third, fourth time to Saudi. Uh, every time we go, there's seemingly a cloud of negativity. 
But I gotta, I gotta tell you from the first trip to this last trip, Mm -hmm. what the crown prince is trying to do and what he's actually doing is moving that country ahead exponentially. It's, you know, I don't want to say it's westernizing, but it's westernizing. Right. It's, it's, it's truly giving them some freedom and just the difference in women's presentation from the WWE, from the first show to this last show. I mean, they didn't even let them wrestle on the first one. And I mean, they didn't even have to cover up most of the time on this last trip. So, you know, whether it's Pitbull coming in the night before, whether it's 700,000 people at this event, this festival that they had the night before, or us going in twice a year, I mean, they're really doing some cutting edge stuff and he's bringing in entertainment from throughout the world. And it's a, it's an honorable gesture, I believe. And I think it's, it's making the Middle East move in the right direction. You know, it's fantastic that you point that out as well, because you're right. The, all the wrestlers, the the guys and, and the girls had a huge presence there, but also look at the fans. Like you're saying, the attendance numbers of, of the events that are going on, it's, it's something that, I guess there the people there the the society there has been craving and enjoying and saying why not get a get a piece of this because it's huge amounts of of people. I don't Hell, Formula One's going there. I yeah, think. you know, I mean, how can you get much bigger than that? Uh, they wanted a, a Fury and Dante Wilder there for this last for the end of the tri- the trilogy, the fight. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing unattainable financially you know, by him uh, and, yeah, sure. in, in any respect. So the sky's the limit. And, and I just, you know, hats off to him because we catch a lot of shit for going over there. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, we're part of a revolution. And, and, and I think it's it's doing wonders for the for the region. I mean, you look at the crowd at the event itself and you, you would think that uh, – it was open arms, nothing but open arms as far as, as welcoming. So the people that are actually at the event uh, seem to really enjoy themselves, which is great. That's the whole point of this thing is just have some fun and be entertaining and, and get people Absolutely. excited. You know? Going from no entertainment to what they're going to now. Yeah. It's a pretty big jump, you know. Um, but the people even that weren't associated with the event, just people walking around. I mean, it was it was a very positive experience, man. It was completely different than the first time we went. So, how'd the knee hold up? The knee, you know, I mean, it hurts. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, the fact is, I hurt every day of my life. It's just, it's all relative, you know. Yeah, and right. my brain held up well. Fortunately, he went after my knee again. But uh, you know, it is what it is, man. I, I I dropped the hammer on his ass at the end and. You know, if you want to know about me and Bobby behind the scenes, let's just say that Gage Goldberg is Wanda and I's son. Uh-huh. And there is no freaking way I would let anyone on this planet touch him if I didn't love and trust him. Right. So, yeah, that's a good point. Bob, Bobby's a great individual, and I've wanted for years to be able to have a program with him. And, uh, you know, I'm just honored that he was, that, that he let me do it. You know, it was, it was fun. And then, you know, getting some payback and kicking his ass at the end was just uh, icing on top of the cake. I, I, <laughs> I think, uh, I'm glad to hear that because he seems, he seems like a good dude. He's a great performer. You guys put on a hell of a show. Uh, the whole event, I think went 
went very well. So, and it doesn't always, right? People get no, hurt. It's it doesn't not, always. On my end. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, I don't have the best track record in Saudi Arabia. I knocked myself out on a match. I dropped the undertaker on his head and this and that. You know, I needed to redeem myself and I, I I'm not ha- I'm not happy with my performance, but I'm I'm satisfied with it to a point where I think it shut all these fuckers up finally. <laughs> Hello. Was Undertaker you pissed know? or are you guys cool? <laughs> no, we're cool. He dropped me on my head and we're even. <laughs> yeah, it works out that way. And then how was <laughs> how was uh how was going there? You said you were out, you were driving around, you got to and see see the play. How 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 far in advance do you go there to sort of adjust to the time? Because, you know, I know... <laughs> there post- was no such thing. I, I know well, you... I mean, if you, if you saw my post, we I, I flew from from San Antonio to Sacramento. We did the show Monday night. We drove after the show from Sac to San Fran. Stayed at the airport for three hours before we boarded. Went straight from San Fran to London. Uh, stopped for gas. Got back on the flight. Went from London to Riyadh, landed in Riyadh around 4.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. went to the hotel. I dropped my bags. I had to shake off all the crap that, you know, had latched itself onto me during the 400-hour flight. Sure. So I worked out. And then, uh, you know, I slept a little bit during the day. And then, you know, you wake up the next morning, you got PR, and then you go to the building. Literally. That's so it. we went to the building and, and, and did our matches and then went straight from the building to the airport, sat at the airport again for another three hours. They had technical difficulty um, with the with the computers there and then went straight from Riyadh to Chicago, which was a 17 hour flight nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then I went I privated from Chicago to San Antonio, San Antonio. I got in the car, went straight home, showered. A couple hours later, we drove to Gage's football game. Um, you know, and then Saturday and Sunday, and then I went to L.A. <laughs> so, That's but, right. But, but, you know, I'm not going to sit on my soapbox and feel sorry for myself because if you didn't get off the plane in Chicago, you went straight to Wichita to do Friday Night Smackdown. That's right, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was lucky. I, I didn't have to work that night, but – I'm also not 25 years old anymore. So um, kudos to all the men and women who made the trip and made it a wonderful trip. British Airways can kiss our ass pretty much. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, hey, man, these, these guys and girls are troopers, man. I don't know how they did it. I really don't. Yeah, and, you know, the, the young regime over there as well, they, they're constantly, like you said, you forget about the press part of it. You know, they've got to make appearances to the press. They got to make appearances to the after parties and, and all of that stuff. And I've, I've been to it now, you know, just going to a, a SummerSlam in Vegas and then afterward going to the party and seeing how they all kind of showed up and maybe, and you can kind of see behind the scenes, there's a, 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 a table set up and they're all there for dinner. And then they keep popping out one at a time to do, to yeah. make the rounds and then go back in and actually try to, eat a bit of dinner and then, you know, and have a laugh with everybody and how you doing and then come back out and do it again. Like it's, it's a, it's an interesting job. Dynamic. Yeah. yeah. It's a light switch. It's you have an to interesting turn it on and job, you know, yeah. uh, but let's, let's do, let's be honest. I did have a couple of hours, a couple of extra hours. And one of the, I, I think I was the only guy who left the building, you know, my claustrophobia was kicking in pretty hard in the afternoon 
And so I grabbed one of the security guys and he do, he is a car guy himself. And he took me right to uh, manufacturer's row, right? It was Mercedes, uh, uh, it was Mercedes and, and Jaguar and McLaren. Um, these Jaguar McLaren. And then we went to Bentley. Mm-hmm. And so we stopped in Bentley and we spoke to the GM for a while and, you know, he's telling us about all their new wonderful cars. And they wanted my opinion of the new Continental GT. Yeah. It's a cool and car. It was a great car, except for the fact that to give him my full opinion, he wanted me to drive it in five o'clock traffic down <laughs> in Riyadh. And we did. Um, and I had, I looked like a 900 year old woman doing the 10 <laughs> dude white knuckle in it. And within five minutes, there were three accidents in front of me. So, my test drive did not last long. Let's just put it that way. I turned right around afterwards and went back to the dealership because I didn't want the responsibility. So um, it was a beautiful car. Uh, not much of a back seat, but it right. sure hauls. Out. Yeah, it's fast. Yeah, yeah, it's a great GT car, man. That man, thing is absolutely we, wonderful. We saw them at uh, at the Quail, the new models at the Quail in Monterey and. Impressive, you know, just really. Their new SUV is badass too. Yeah, yeah. So when the Ventega came out, we drove a few, and it was impressive. But uh, they've been making some revisions, and it is, it is pretty cool. Well, speaking of cars, uh, got the got the call from our friends at Anderson Composites, and they said we're we're done with your car for now. Would you like to come pick it up? Uh, they they sent me a note while I was in St. Louis, and I came back and I said, "Yeah, you know, I've got a busy week. I'm in town for just one week, and then go to SEMA. Uh, how about I pick it up on Monday?" And they said, "Okay, it's going to be raining. Are you sure?" And I was like, "That's the only time I can do it. So I, I guess I'm going to have to do it. We'll just come back, and I'll just clean the car and whatever." And you talk about uh, driving around like you're talking about with the accidents. I drove, I had a like Uber out to, you know, an hour out to get the car. Got it. By the way, when I got into it, this is the first time I had heard the Magnaflow exhaust in person because Magnaflow did the exhaust and they just dropped it off at Anderson Composites. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I got in there and the guy's like, wait till you hear the car. It sounds so good. And then halfway home, he's like, we heard you leave. Did you hear? What do you think? It's so good. And uh, it it sounds You're like what? I can't hear you. <laughs> Actually, it's not. It's they they really nailed like eliminating the drone, and it still has the valves in the back, so you can adjust it. Uh, the carbon fiber tips, as opposed to the full stainless, the polished stainless look fantastic. On which it. of the three? Which of the three options did you go for? Did so you go for the race? It's the X mod system, and there's the mm-hmm. the valve on it, which is similar to the factory valve so you can still tune the exhaust in the car i haven't actually mm-hmm. spoken to richard waitis about it or looked under the car because it was pouring rain so i think it still has the raiders resonators and exhaust i know they have sort of a, a resonator delete as part of the x mod package i think it's the full system i don't think the delete is installed i'm going to try it with the valves first and just see yeah. how i like it but i got on the road and in la which happens two times a year. It is pouring it rain. Oh, I like, know. I was there. I just pouring, got back. Yeah. Sucks. Pouring rains where you couldn't even see. And you're right. Like on the way home from, uh, uh, I think city of industry to, you know, Venice beach, three accidents and a flipped semi truck. 
shit. And they had the big wrecker like towing it out of a ditch, like all within <laughs> like a couple of hours time. Just, I was like, and I just got to the car. I was like, I just want to get off the road. I just want to not be driving this thing anymore. Yep. I just want to put it in my garage. So I brought it back. Uh, brought it into the warehouse and over into the mat cave, wiped it down, and just just parked it in there. Uh, and because I'm going out of town, you know, the lightning is in there, the Mach One is in there. You, you, I'm sure underneath it is a mess. It's all going to have to be cleaned at some point. Uh, but not that but big let's, of a deal. Let's just say that they did one hell of a job. I don't I don't know how it sounds on your Mustang. Yeah, but I know that the X mod on the TRX is. Fabulous! I, I I couldn't I couldn't have of uh, uh, fabricated a better sound than what they came up with. I, it's just it's awesome. I agree. It sounds fantastic. I loved it. And you know what? And I was making some calls on the way home. I mean, it's no problem. You could you could still uh, make calls, and then you can turn up the wick when you want to. So I love I love that adjustability to it, which is now. Uh, I'm starting to think about it. I had talked. I had talked to Richard uh, a while back for the truck, and I said, "You know, we've got exhaust on it now, but there's an incredible amount of drone. It's very loud because we just did a, a quick universal installation on the exhaust. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so you can't really talk on the phone and drive it. But we're going to go back and do it. He needs to do like a tuning chamber and all this stuff to get out the 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 drone." But the engine needs to be fully built. Everything needs to be done because it's going to be tuned specifically toward not just the engine, but the cubic inches, the the length of the exhaust, the length of the headers, how much power I'm putting down. Uh, but now, yeah, I, if you I'm, don't put one on the on the Lightning or an Emerson. Yeah, but now I'm starting to think. Uh, I might say, you know, we might want to do some valves and some and uh, and be able to flip switch it and and. Hell yeah! You know, so I can turn it up when I want, and then turn it down when I want. But then also have, he's got these 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 chambers that they develop. You know, the length of the chamber, and it's you know whatever. It's very scientific. We'll ask him about it. The sine wave and the whole thing, and and it eliminates all the re- the resonation, eliminates the drone and stuff for it. So that's what they need to do on it. It's a lot of math and a little trial and error, and quite a bit of science, and that's the system. But but yeah, having that that valve. I I know you said um you know whatever a week or two ago on your charger on your turbo your twin turbo charger uh, you've got the full exhaust on it but if you want to open the valves and just do a quick dump right off the turbos that's a that's kind of a, so kind of a version of that but uh, but maybe not full size without any mufflers. I'm not looking for a truck with open exhaust. I'm looking yeah. by the way, I still have catalytic converters on it as well, right? So mm-hmm. it's a little bit of of a muffler going on with that. But a pretty cool pretty cool system. I'm I'm glad to get it back. Now there aren't any carbon fiber pieces on it yet. So what happened at, at Anderson Composites is is they made the molds, right? That's it. There was a lot of molds, a lot of prototyping, uh you know with the hood and all sorts of pieces. And now all of that, it's going to be turned into molds and turned into carbon fiber. Now, uh, because of delays across the board, you know, the entire industry, uh, it, it's not going to go to SEMA and the parts aren't even ready for SEMA, but we do have 
some ideas on events, possibly Long Beach Grand Prix, which is coming up right again in April, uh, the Fabulous Forge show. Um, well, you and I have talked about maybe doing something at Barrett-Jackson with Bravago, with our drinks there. I have a conversation mm-hmm. with Barrett-Jackson, I think, tomorrow or or Friday to see what uh, what it is that we can do. I'd love to maybe bring a car out or two. Maybe I can bring something. You can bring something. But uh, it's going to go out to a few events, and it's going to be kind of fun to see. Uh, and we will have some carbon fiber bits on that car at some point, which will be which will be kind of fun. It's just going to be it's going to be a good accent to to the car without changing the fighter jet gray, without changing the aero pieces. It's basically carbon versions of it. By the way, uh, I believe they're going to have their their TRX with all the carbon fiber stuff at on display at SEMA, not in an interesting composites booth, but it is going there. Um, and they've developed a bunch of things for that truck, which are which is pretty cool. You well, know, if they want to put some on the coolest TRX out there, uh, you know where it is. I, I I told them that, and I said, but you've got the most sophisticated uh, 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 XPEL wrap job on that thing on on the planet, and uh, they are developing some like stock replacement. Some of the plastic pieces can be replaced with carbon fiber. And then mm-hmm. potentially some new items as well, which will be a bigger, better sort of items. We can talk about it more off the air. I'm going to let them do their their announce their press release with with this stuff. But uh, yeah, something to think about for sure. Uh, all right. So before we get into some of the new stuff, let me tell you guys about Trico. For over uh, over a century ago, Trico was the first to make wiper blades. They've been a step ahead of Mother Nature ever since. Trico engineers study your specific driving conditions to make sure you're ready for anything, even if it rains, actual cats and dogs. I'm telling you, I, I'm glad the car has these because, man, it was raining. My God, it was <laughs> yeah. raining. Uh, and trying to just avoid accidents. It's It's... I just wanted to hear the exhaust in that car, but I wanted to go as slow as possible and just pay attention to the road. So whatever the weather, Trico Wipers maintains a maximum windshield contact. And no matter what your driving habits, you'll always find the right wiper blade for your vehicle. It's Trico, the future of wipers since 1917. To find a store near you and see the latest offers, visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. All right. All the buzz right now is around the new Range Rover. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the new Range Not Rover really. looks fantastic, but all the buzz is around the uh, the the Corvette Z06. Uh, Corvette Z06 was revealed about a day or so ago as we record this. As we suspected, 5.5 liter, naturally aspirated V8, flat plane crank. It sounds fantastic. 670 horsepower. Naturally aspirated, 670 horsepower. Uh, And I want to say naturally aspirated, it now technically has more horsepower than the Cadillac CT5 Blackwing, the V. That's 668 turbocharged. This is 670 naturally aspirated. Uh, It's bigger. It's louder. It's faster. it's It's just a beast of a car. Uh, it winds out at 8,600 RPMs. Um, I want to say peak power is about 8,400. Uh, it is, if you guys haven't seen the photos of it yet, the car looks, uh, the car looks amazing. It sounds amazing. They make it any bigger. 
it's not any bigger on the inside, but but the we're, hell with but, it then. but we're really looking at it's it's track capabilities. It's 460 pound feet of torque, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's really putting the power down. Uh, let's see. It's it's really just more about um, not just the horsepower, but they've really retuned the suspension. It's got dry sump oiling system on it. Uh, the the engine itself, like you said, is just completely new, basically new from the ground up. Um, some of the other specs. I bet it's it. an absolute monster. I mean, you know, I'm not a I'm not a Corvette guy, but I'm going to be objective here. I drove I drove the normal one, and other than needing you know a bucket to pull me out of it, um, I was very impressed with the car. So to hear the advancements that they've made, man, I I can't wait to drive that thing. It's got the um, it's got the latest version of the magnetic ride, which is uh, their four system. The base version of this has fourteen point six inch uh, rotors in the front, fifteen in the rear. Uh, six piston calipers, whereas the other the, the the Stingray is is four piston. There's wider fenders on the Z06. <laughs> Listen to this: twenty by ten inch in the front, twenty one by thirteens. Yeah, two seventy five thirty twenties in the front, three forty five twenty five twenty ones in the it. front. I gotta tell you. That honestly, without the magnetic ride, which it obviously has, it sounds like it would drive like shit. With the 25, 25 series tire, the magnet ride really helps that package uh, a lot. It really is super, super smart, super scientific. Uh, lots of upgraded cooling, um, the new front fascia, the rear wings, uh, cooling on the transaxle, uh, brake cooling, all of this stuff. But if this isn't enough for you you can get the z06 with the optional z07 package and the z07 package (laughs) now stops it up to 15.7 inch rotors in the front 15.4 in the back uh chevrolet claims it can pull 1.22 g's of lateral acceleration on its 300 foot uh skid pad uh pilot why would they even offer the z06 package then Right? So, Why, I mean, who's not going to get the Z07 add ons if they got the Z06? Bigger wings, bigger. I so I I guess it. You know, I that's a good question. I don't know previous sales numbers. How many people got like a Z06 versus a Z06 with a Z07 package or whatever? Some sort of hotter version of the ZR1, but. To your point, when we talked to to Alistair, who's on last week, he was talking about his Edmunds Corvette as well. They specifically wanted to buy that car and have it in that eighty to eighty five thousand dollar price range. So they got like the track yeah. pack, but without a lot of the other options. Gotcha. And then when they ordered their GT five hundred, which you can also spend a hundred thousand on carbon pack and all that stuff, well, they wanted mm-hmm. to come in at a similar cost. So they got those cars in that eighty to eighty five thousand dollar range. And they tried to find the right balance of getting some sort of track pack or performance pack, but without a lot of the other options, so they can find the right balance of street car and 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 racing car. And I guess to answer your question is, once you get into bigger wings and bigger splitters, 
it does take away some drivability because you're parking it and it's lower and you're oh, hitting things you can't see. But you know, I I I would say that I don't know. I think I think Corvette is getting into that realm of if you own this car, you probably have something else you're driving as well. Yes. But I'll tell you, I you know, cars like Porsche, McLaren, even Ferrari at this point, Lamborghini Huracan, like you're going to have to start to take notice. You're going to have to start to take notice that here's here's a Corvette now that is going to be every bit as competitive and in many cases faster or better than what they're offering. I don't have at 100 grand. Yeah, I'm guessing. I mean, I I don't have the price in in, in front of me, but whatever, who cares? 100, 110, 120, like it's all half of you know what what some of the you know Easy. the higher end supercars are are asking for and it's impressive you know it it it's you know i agree with you i was never really that much of a corvette guy always liked the corvettes never personally owned one my brother had one we always had a lot of fun in that car but this is mm-hmm. really getting attention you know um, well, you, you can't you can't do anything but pat him on the back. Whether I mean, I'm a Dodge guy, you're a Ford guy, but the fact is, you know, I, I'm a muscle car guy. I don't love low riders, but I can appreciate what goes into them, and I appreciate the people who enjoy them. Same goes with the Corvette now, because I wouldn't own one because they're only for midgets. But um, <laughs> I, you you can't help but take notice. Yeah, I mean, really, it's they've done a hell of a job. I would definitely consider it if I didn't have a bunch of other car projects and stuff and and no money. But I would definitely consider this car. You know, I I was on the phone with Ken Ligenfelter the other day, and he's been doing so much development on the C8 Corvette, and he just raves about that car, how good that (laughs) car is, how well it's responding to modifications and things that they're doing to the car. And this is before he even touches a Z06. Right, so he's just taking the base model and almost bringing it up to this level. I can't imagine where he's going to go from here. I can see the smile on his face when he opens the door to the Zeos. <laughs> well, look, I, the C8 Corvette. I think he had like six of those things in his shop that that he owns and the shop owns that they've been doing work. But on. the unbridled enthusiasm that Ken has is just—it's irreplaceable. Right? He, oh, yeah. And and this is a guy that owns a LaFerrari, among other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me tell you guys about Geico. Whether you own your home or you rent your home, we all know it can be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along <laughs> with your auto policy. And that's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home already. Just go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All right. Well, I'm looking at the clock, and I know you had some things to do. Do you have a couple minutes, or do you you need to run? I'll split the difference. Okay. So we'll just take two minutes. I just want to put this out there. Is apparently somewhere on LinkedIn – uh, someone from Ford posted some job postings and said, hey, we're looking for engineers and whatever, whatever uh, for the job. And the job entails uh, blah, blah, blah. And in the job posting, which this isn't leaked information, it's just interesting because this is how we find the details, is 
someone found the job posting it hit the Mustang forums and they said, hey, the job posting says you'll be working on the next generation of Ford Mustang, the S650 platform. And in there, they're looking for like hybrid engineers and stuff. So between that and the patents that were filed by Ford, now we seems to look like uh, seems to possibly we know that Ford is developing a hybrid version of the Ford Mustang. We're not talking the Mustang Mach-E, right? That's something Mm -hmm. different. The SUV, we're talking about the Mustang GT. Uh, It looks like they're working on hybrid versions based on the 2.3 liter EcoBoost and the 5 liter Coyote. And what's interesting is we know that their 10-speed transmission that they've developed is a modular it's a modular transmission that allows it to put in various vehicles and SUVs and attach some sort of hybrid technology to it. Uh, they're able to attach like an electric motor or something. So give you that hybrid boost. So the, there is a possibility that the Mustang could have some sort of hybrid motor attached to the transmission, but their yeah. patent drawings have a five liter V8 and it looks like electric motors with whatever half shafts almost coming out of the oil pan. So this brings up the question of, are we talking about a next generation Mustang, possibly with a five liter V8, have the engine drive the rear wheels and then have two electric motors driving the front wheels? This is sort of accurate NSX kind of of technology here, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So now you have an all-wheel drive system, but probably the able to turn off and on the electric motors, just go to a drift mode or some drag race mode for the, you know, for the rear engine, you know, for the rear power wheels uh, that the engine powers. Uh, An all-wheel drive sort of launch system. It opens up some pretty, pretty interesting ideas. Now, I know we're all thinking it's still a muscle car. It has to do burnouts. It has to drift. Yeah, that's kind of the idea here is with putting the electric motors on on the front. It's going to add weight for sure, but we knew this was going to happen, right? We knew that it's going to have to add weight, uh, but – for whatever reason, it's either the desire by the car companies to get into hybrid and EV or the government saying we're going to have to do it. Uh, certainly a lot of rules on eliminating sales of new cars that are combustion engine only starting here in California. By the way, entire countries are, are taking on that thing at some point. That's a whole different discussion, right? Because there's Porsche and their e-fuel, which is more interesting to me. But, you know... The news from Dodge as well, when they talked about what's the future of SRT, what's the future of their high-performance models, their muscle cars. They built this huge brand on on muscle, 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 hence you and, and all the commercials and the Santa Claus stuff. Well, they're saying they're going to have to do something similar, some sort of, you know, some SRT challenger or some sort of Hellcat challenger at some point with hybrid technology. Do you think that they don't have something up their sleeve? Yeah, right. It's- don't think they've got something grandioso you're crazy right first of all second of all <clears throat> next week i'll be shooting for a new promotion for dodge okay and well it's probably not going to be an all-wheel drive hybrid but <laughs> no no but it's an extremely exciting opportunity for someone 
to be chosen over the next period of time. There will be much more information put out there after we shoot next week, but it's a, it'll be a very enviable position. Okay. Well, don't, don't, I won't. Don't give it away. We're going to just going to we're going to leave it at that because it sounds exciting. But anyway, kind of interesting stuff for sure uh what the future is going to hold. Like how do we how do we continue with having cool muscle cars with the performance that we expect from those cars and be able to lean into this future of of hybrid and EV technology. Um Interesting times, for sure. I mean, look, I mean, the reason why we have a few of the cars that we have just because, like, we're all going to be excited about those new things. The performance numbers, everything is going to be impressive. That's the only way they're going to be able to sell those. But, you know, I I did give some thought, as did you, as to a lot of people listening. You know, my thought on getting the Mustang Mach 1 is it's kind of, it's kind of the last – of you know the naturally aspirated you know all engine mustangs that are going to be produced whatever it's maybe not the last but it's going to be one of the last and i thought it was kind of a cool car to have so uh you know that's not to say hey you know in two or three years from now we don't go dude the new shelby or the new mach one or whatever with all-wheel drive and zero to 60 and batshit crazy numbers and and whatever like it's going to be cool we might go oh i definitely want to get one of those we'll Um, see what happens yeah but but i kind of like having the mach one as it is now although i was peeking under the hood of that thing going i'm sure i could fit turbos under here somewhere (laughs) yeah all I, all I can say is Mario will be getting on a plane in a couple of hours. We'll be spooling some turbos up tomorrow morning. That's right. So Mario from Gearheads is uh, is coming out to do a little work. What what are you guys going to be working on? Uh, both both of the uh, you know the challenge the carbon fiber Challenger and the, obviously the twin turbo. The twin turbo uh, has a little bit of a, uh, a a little bit of an issue, throttle body issue. So I think we're going to have to replace the throttle body. Um. HP Tuners has done a great job with their with their setup, but it's it's hard for Mario to really diagnose everything on the computer when he's in Florida. So get him up here and a uh, beautiful day, and we'll lay some rubber down tomorrow afternoon and, and dial the. And, and I, I haven't been with he and the twin turbo, right? So right he just yeah. delivered the car, so he hasn't taken me through the paces of the car. Um, that needs to be done. Uh, I mean. <laughs> like yesterday. So um, it's just basically the next shakedown of the car. Yeah. Well, that's good. It makes sense. I, I am curious to find out as he digs into this. I know a lot of the big horsepower cars go to a big, like single blade throttle body, right? Uh, I want to say some of the Mustangs go to that. But there are some tunability issues when you do that. Maybe, you know, not necessarily on all vehicles, but it, it, but a lot of the sort of the, the, the twin blade uh, throttle bodies for some reason work a little better or but flow a little less even if you get a massive version obviously there's a you know there's a bar in the middle mm-hmm. and i wonder if that's what he's talking about and and how do you tune around that and if he went to a different throttle body a twin uh, will he still get the numbers that he's looking for but then again you may you know, you may trade forty horsepower for drivability, and at the fine with me. Yeah, you yeah. can have it. I was just going to say forty at, horsepower. Yeah, at, here, here you go. At let the, me, let me, at the horsepower yeah. numbers you're talking about, who gives a shit? Yeah, that's like a sneeze. Please. <laughs> yeah. 
100%. Yeah. Uh, so for the drivability, it could be kind of kind of interesting. But um, all right, so I know you're gonna you're gonna run, and uh, we're going to uh, wrap up here. We've got quite a few things on the docket as well. Uh, by the way, if you guys are uh, the Hot Wheels fans, the Hot Wheels Legends Tour, I think we're talking about this. Um, but I don't see Chris making a fuss, so I'm talking about it. So, <laughs> a Hot Wheels Legends Tour, the semi the semifinals for the Legend Tour is coming up. Uh, Adam and I will be hosting that. We're doing the virtual version. We're hosting it here from the studio, and then I, I was going to do that with the Lawman. It's just too time and, and too too much time. Yeah. To- uh, and I think uh, I think the finale is going to be at Leno's Garage. Uh, I think he did it last year or a couple years in a row. We did it with him at SEMA a few years back, but we're going to be hosting the, uh, the the semifinals here. So that should be kind of exciting. I think that's coming up this week. Uh, it'll be good. And then that's it. On the plane, off to SEMA. So I think next week we're going to try to um, – we'll check the schedule of how we're going to release shows. But uh, I'm going to be trying to get some information from SEMA. So, Bill, I won't see you next week. You're going to be filming and doing stuff. I'll be at SEMA. We'll catch up the week after. But hopefully next week we'll have a bunch of great content for you guys. Be safe, buddy boy. Have fun at SEMA. Give everybody my best. And uh, onward and up. Thanks, man. Until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. Yes, sir. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write CarCast in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. An amazing selection Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com.